0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR presents. In this video, we are going to be talking about season thirteen getting gun and armor reissues. If you're listening to this on any of the other platforms, you can always join us live at sntrlive.com. That will bring you to my YouTube channel where we do the live streams. If you're watching on my other channel where we do the uploads, there's usually cards up in the corner that will link you to the live channel when I'm over there doing these day-to-day streams. If you want to support both places or watch in both places, so why. Are we talking about this? Well, if you didn't read the TWAB, Bungie.net, they put out that weekly TWAB and they started outlining some things coming. I'm gonna have separate videos about the NPC updates and the shatter dive nerf, but the real hot topic that seemed to be getting the most attention from people was the fact that Bungie announced there would be items from the Dreaming City and the Moon getting reissued. On the heels of some of the sunsetting criticisms and the lack of loot added in Beyond Light, people are pretty tick. So they announced in their weekly TWAB that Season 13, that's next season, they're going to be reissue Dreaming City and Moon Weapons and Armor. Many are responding to this with criticism about sunsetting, lack of loot, and gear reissues. While Bungie did indicate that the guns will be reissued with new perk pools and that some perks will only be available in the Moon and Dreaming City dungeon, players are still upset about recently sunset weapons already being reissued. Issued. Now, people are going to watch this video, claim I'm a bungee apologist, a shill, or I just defend the game no matter what. If you've been paying attention at all to my content for the last month, most of it's pretty critical and pretty negative. I said they went too far with sunsetting and made criticisms about how that was implemented. I still think sunsetting was necessary. I think they did it in a way that was far too extreme and too much at one time. I do think that's related to what we're talking about today. I also think we were making criticisms about both of these planets and locations being attached to DLCs and expansions that were still being sold and not having viable guns, armor and their activities obviously becoming irrelevant. So this text almost didn't even fit in the text box, but I finally got it to squeeze in there. Let's just talk about what was said so we have a clear understanding about what we're talking about. So, Dreaming City and Moon Armor will drop with high stats when earned in Shattered Throne or Pit of Heresy. The final chest in Pit of Heresy will no longer drop a fully Masterwork Dreambane armor piece. It'll drop with 7 armor energy, and it's guaranteed to drop with at least least a 16-plus in two different stats and higher stats overall. So, they're now getting to the place where they're showing us they can influence not just the fact that they have high stats they can dictate that at least two of those stats will exceed 16 points this is actually I would say pretty cool but this is how you're going to be going after that armor and I know a lot of people are saying well, we already have that armor why would I chase it again generally speaking from my from my perspective Pit of Heresy did not offer a good loot pursuit it was only for powerful drops and everybody was getting rid of that stupid drop at the end because it was a terrible stat roll but it was fully matched. So you were basically just, you know, demolishing it for the materials. What they're also doing is, there'll be four weapons from the Dreaming City uh, uh, with new perks. So the Waking Vigil, the Sleepless, the Vouchsafe, and the Retold Tale, they will be dropping in the Shattered Throne uh, as well as on the planet. But when they drop in the Shattered Throne, they're going to drop with perks that are unavailable from drops from other sources. So if you get one of those four weapons to drop outside of the Shattered Throne, it's not going to have access to the same perks as inside the Shattered Throne dungeon. Same thing with the Moon. The Premonition, which will you know only drop apparently in the Pit of Heresy. The Heretic, the Blasphemer, and the Apostate. These weapons will be dropping on the moon, and then if they drop in Pit of Heresy, same deal. There will be perks that are only available when they drop in there. They're also looking at the Lost Sectors on the moon. Those are the four. And they're turning those into Legend and Master. We kind of saw that coming eventually because those Lost Sectors are of a different caliber. They're longer, they're bigger, there's required mechanics that need to be satisfied they're sort of ripe to be turned into legend and master level difficulty so this was the announcement from bungie and that is leading to criticism so what is the problem why is everybody so angry Sunsetting has already been a huge issue for players in Beyond Light because of the extreme reach for how many weapons were sunset, combined with the small amount of new weapons that were added in the expansion, as previously admitted by Joe Blackburn. So it's no secret at this point that there was not enough loot added in Beyond Light, and that added insults to injury. They basically sunset 75% of the legendary weapon loot pool, and they added 30-something weapons. It's felt pretty paltry because of that. Now, many people that are anti-sunsetting are basically saying, see, we told you sunsetting was going to be bad. We told you this is going to be a disaster. I happen to think sunsetting was a necessary change, but they just shouldn't have done it all at once. They should have staggered it. That's one of the reasons that we're in this conversation and in this sort of foray with the community because they did so many weapons at one single sweep. Many feel this is adding to the problem of sunsetting by reissuing weapons right after Bungie just sunset them. Even though the weapons will have new perks, they feel this is either too close to when they were sunset or that those activities should actually just be receiving new weapons. While I understand it feels weird to chase weapons with new perks when recently Sunset 1 is freshly sitting in your vault or freshly dismantled, this actually feels like a smart mid-year adjustment to make abandoned locations and activities have some purpose. So, I'm actually landing on, this is fine. Why is this fine? Why is this okay? First and foremost, when we had the Rageous Roundtable episode, I pushed back on the, the criticism that, like, well, they were just Sunset. I got news for you, any gun that gets reissued in the next couple of seasons has just recently been sunset because that's when sunsetting started, okay? This is unavoidable. If they do any reissues in year 4, you could say this every single time. Even though the Dreaming City weapons are 2 years old, and the Moon weapons are 1 year old, it doesn't matter. Everyone's looking at it and saying, you literally just sunset them. The problem with that argumentation is, that's true of virtually every weapon in your inventory that got sunset. No matter what they decided to reissue, you could have made the mathematical argument that they literally just sunset it. Yes, you're right. They literally just started sunsetting. So that's an unavoidable reality. Okay. Ultimately, the game needs more loot in more places with more reasons to run activities. This update is free they're not charging you for this. It's a free update that obviously helps anybody who recently bought those expansions, but it also helps any players who sort of either ignored those weapons or those activities. There wasn't a great way to chase a lot of the Dreaming City weapons, as well as the weapons in Ultra of Sorrow that are being reissued. There wasn't a particularly good way to pursue those, and I would rather have old locations and loot pools updated to be relevant with new perks and even have a perk hierarchy. There's there's exclusive versions Versions of the guns dropping in the dun- dungeons I'd rather have that than continue with the narrow hyper focus of only the loot and activities mattering being the seasonal ones that are typically pretty small and not super substantive so if they would not have done this we would be staring down the barrel of a season 13 that will likely have a season pass an armor set the ornaments for the armor a loot pool and an activity and then obviously the refresh, the refresh to trials that's it I argued for for a while, if you go back and watch my older content, I always thought there should be a paid new stuff, and there should be free, reuse reused, reissued, re-whatever. I always thought this should be combing back through old areas, old locations, and updating them to give them purpose again. Blind Dwell, Escalation Protocol, in this case, two dungeons. Giving them life, giving them purpose again, for free, alongside of the paid content, is just a really, really smart play. We know right now, the context is that they don't have the reward team bandwidth to add a lot of loot. They looked at the loot added in Beyond Light, the assistant director comes out, Joe Blackburn, he's like listen, we don't have the bandwidth, we're adding to the rewards team, you're going to really start to feel that impact, there's going to be more rewards in Witch Queen. That means for the foreseeable future, seasons are going to have to lean on a small pool of new, while reissuing other weapons in other places, so there's sort of two lanes going on in the game. There's old activities and loot being reissued and then there's brand new stuff there for you to purchase. Sort of running alongside of each other you can ignore this if you don't want to pay any attention to it you don't have to go and do any of this now to those that are saying i have that in my inventory right now why would i want to go and chase another one you just sunset it and you're making me chase it again I actually would be totally okay with any time they reissue weapons. Bungie saying, if you got one in your inventory, we're going to raise the infusion floor on it. It's going to get to come out of retirement, but the newer versions have some newer hotness on it if you feel like getting an updated version of your your Kindled Orchid, or in this case, your your Waking Vigil. If you want to get a newer version from the dungeon, there's going to be some pretty nice versions in there, or your current version can just be infused again and let it come out of retirement. If they're always sunsetting around 25 to 30 weapons, every season letting eight of them come out of retirement I don't think is a real threat to sunsetting it's not really a threat to sunsetting since they're reissuing the weapons anyway so it stands to reason they could do that as a fan service to the veteran fans who have those weapons in their inventory already and would like to continue using them but I actually think this is a really smart audible to pull with the bandwidth they have available we know that they're they're, they're doing this seasonal format to avoid droughts but we also know there's only so many weapons and so much they can do in a given season. They can't go into these old areas and add a bunch of new weapons and add a bunch of new activities. You have to remember that even if they did that even if they did that, they went and added new guns to these activities, that means it would have to be attached to the season purchase because it's new stuff, and then people would complain that they're paying for new loot and actually having to run old content in order to get it. The system that I think works the best is reissues go in old places for free as a free update to keep those areas relevant and then the new stuff is paid in a new location, new activity, whatever. It's a nice divide down the middle to keep the game feeling full and alive without completely narrowing Narrowing the focus down to just one activity where we just, as we did with like Sundial, that's all that really matters. That's where all the new loot is this is going to allow them to have more going on. I, for one, am looking forward to actually running those dungeons. I think they're fun. I think they're good. Neither of them had meaningful directional loot pursuit, and now they're going to have a small pool of weapons and high stat armor that can drop as a way for you to chase loot with some level of intentionality. We're going to transition to Q&A. If you're here in the live audience, stick around for that. If you're watching elsewhere, click that card up in the corner and come join us on the live stream. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my Q&A session that followed my talk about Season 13 Gun and Armor Reissues. If you're listening to this on any of the other platforms, you can always catch us live on my YouTube channel. SNTRlive.com will actually come and bring you to that YouTube channel if you want to take part in these conversations q a's also remember to bookmark sntrnetwork.com for all the new features that we're hoping to launch very very soon so techno tyrant with the first question should the old dungeons be farmable like prophecy i ask mostly because bungie said the reissued weapons will have perks that can only roll from the dungeon drops I, for one, think this needs to be a standard going forward. Like, you can continue running the raid for the currency. Prophecy Dungeon allows you to rerun the dungeon over and over and over again for the knockout system, right? So, whatever that first week drops is the only thing you're going to be able to rerun it for. And then week after week, your loot pool expands. That first run being heavily weighted toward drops that you don't have, you don't, um, you don't have yet, right? That's exactly how they should do this, um... I don't think you can do... I think what Eugene's saying is exactly right. I think weekly, weekly loot lockout doesn't work in a sunset era. You, If you're going to be sunsetting loot, then you have to be letting people to go in and keep trying to get the loot that they want. Not being like, well, sorry man, come back next week. I mean, especially considering there's going to be four weapons per dungeon. So, you could go weeks and never ever get the gun that you want if there's a weekly lockout. Like, that simply won't work. Um... Five dollar tip from something stubby, just stopping from working. Alert! Shout out to Lono for uh for the one take king. Great discussion today. Thank you. So, I am one hundred percent in support of this. After the prophecy dungeon dropped, I expressed my disappointment in the fact that the weapons were reskins, but I praised the. I got to change the date down in the corner. I change. Uh, I, I praised the loot logistics. I praised the loot logistics. I said, this is how the raid should work going forward to allow people to grind for god rolls. Bungie opted to go with one of the other suggestions that myself and many other people in the community had made. This wasn't unique to me, but having a currency system that would enable you to go back in and use that currency, you know, and and, and have a reason to run, uh, you know, a, a reason to run the raid more than once a week on each character. So I, I actually liked the currency system Um, and the way that they, the way that they set it up, I think is still not quite right, but at least they did something that allows you to run raids over and over and over again. I I believe the prophecy dungeon system is, you know, I think perfectly fine. I, I, I thought that the way that they set it up will work just, it'll work for these purposes you know each week you come back and your loot pool gets a little bit larger uh, and you can go for these weapons i think the high stat armor is probably going to be really appealing to a lot of people getting two stats to be plus 16 i mean that's a nice win i mean that's a really really nice win you know to i, I think is that only in the pit of heresy um, or is that in in any in any place that it drops um, dreambane armor piece that drops at the end will have the 7 energy and is guaranteed to drop with at least a plus 16 so for whatever reason I don't know if they're also doing that with the the dreaming city armor but that's you know that's going to be nice for people who really want to get some of those maximized builds and get their stats about as high as they possibly can techno with the next question I've noticed in the picture they gave us showing off Lord Shaxx's new vendor menu that there aren't any weekly crucible bounties are they removing the weeklies and the dust that the XP that they give I thought Doge answered this in the Discord. Aren't they going to, like, uh, if you do the weekly on one character, they're gone for the week or something? It's basically per account now on the weeklies. I forget. Is that that even... I thought that was supposed to be in the game already where they limited your weeklies or your Bright Dust or something. I thought that they were changing something like that. Um, The... I would... I mean, I would think that the... um, Removing the weeklies would be odd. Doge says it's account based and works like a milestone. I think. Yeah, I-, I think that they're supposed to be doing some sort of a change like that. We're going to do an NPC talk next week, so um, you know, it's if 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 they're updating the NPCs. And this is all they're doing. I'm, I'm not too excited. But if this is kind of the beginning stages for them investing in the NPCs, then I actually am excited. I, I, it being materials, I don't think is good enough. But again, I have to see it in context. This is a good quality of life update and container to make the vendors feel like there's more going on. And in the current context, I know they can't create new loot because they don't. That, that's just not in the cards. But at the very least, they can put some currency in there. In the future, they could start to put some weapons in there and start to put some benefits and perks in there that maybe make pursuing the weapons more likely. Like, I would like to see my weapon boon idea come to light here. So when you get to rank four, you know, four, ten, sixteen, and twenty, or whatever, when you hit those ranks, you would get a boon for each of those weapons. And whatever you feel like chasing, you just go in and activate that boon while you're running strikes. So while you're running strikes, one of those three weapons, or however many weapons end up in the strikes at some point, you know, if they're adding some every season, you're gonna end up with, you know, five or six, you know, weapons and strikes, always kind of rotating some out and rotating new ones in is likely what they'll do but if I could during that season earn boons from my rank that then enable me to chase specific ones that would be good and then they don't feel like they have to create a bunch of loot to put into the vendor the vendor is more of a utility serving your grind and your your pursuit in the playlist as opposed to it just being a material grind I could get behind that you know right now getting ascendant shards and prisms and stuff like that I, and that's nice but that's i'm hoping it's a container they plan to, to to put more in than mats materials are not that exciting strikes and crucible and gambit need to have a ritualistic reason to log in and grind and being like "Ooh, i can't wait to get to my next grind to get some enhancement prisms I just that's not that that ain't it the the structure is good the idea that having a rank that rewards you with stuff and then once you reset it you can keep getting those rank rewards that's actually a great idea For the vendors, you just need to put something in there that's more meaningful than materials. So, it's the structure sounds promising, the rewards currently sound a little ho-hum. That's something they can obviously change in the future. You know, at a season, I think at a season interval, those things should be resetting, and then they should be tied to the loot pool of that activity. So, if there's three or four weapons dropping in strikes those perks and things that you're getting for those various, you know, uh, levels on that vendor, those should be, you know, uh, tied to chasing those weapons. So, So right now, Zavala should have something that you can earn at a certain rank that allows you to pursue that green shotgun, that xenoclasm or whatever the frick it's called. Like, You should be able to earn something from Zavala that you can buy at an interval either with rep or tokens while the tokens are going away, but you get my point, right? The idea being, that's the weapon they added to strikes, I should be able to earn the right to pursue it with intention and not just sit here and hope that it drops after a couple, you know, I'm running that you you can run that perk on your you can run that perk on your ghost and then it helps, but I, I think they need to consider doing a little bit more than that there are 24 perks between the two columns on the Zeno's shotgun. They can afford to shower us with that weapon because to get a god roll would be bonkers. Yeah, that's. there is literally no harm in being super generous with that shotgun. And it's about to get even harder next season because there'll be three weapons in that pool instead of just one. So, you know, you start getting drops, you're like, yeah, I'm getting drops. And then if, they, if they're not the shotgun and you happen to be pursuing a particular role of that shotgun, it just got more complicated, you know? Gritter. Should Bungie also allow the reissued weapons to drop in other destination activities like Blindwell and Altar of Sorrows? The pit weapons drop in Altar now, uh, but shouldn't new perks land there as well? As far as I can tell, Gritter, from the way they worded it, when you're on these planets, those things are going to be dropping. If, if, if you've already got the old versions that are capped, those won't drop, only the new versions will drop so I would imagine if you're running Lost Sectors and Public Events on the moon, those four weapons can drop for you, the, the reason to run the dungeon is that the version that, ru- that drops there has perks that you can only get in there so the idea, more than likely like what's the perk that automatically reloads the weapon, what is that, Reconstruction? that's probably going to land on both shotguns. I'm just going to and the sniper. It's probably going to land on both the shotguns and the sniper. That'll be a potential perk that lands on those and uh, when that happens, it will be, yeah, yeah, that's right. The pulse will continue to only drop in pit. That is true. Um, And if you want those to drop on them, you got to get them in the dungeons. Oh, that'd be awesome if they put desperado on it. Oh man, that'd be good. Um, That'd be good. That'd be good. It, at the At the end, I would say at the end of it, the, the the fact that they've logistically created perk hierarchy is really, really good. This is how it should be. This is exactly how it should be. If I'm going to run a dungeon or a raid, the loot that drops in there should have something that you can't get in other places. That I, I think that's a completely that's a one hundred percent fair standard, uh, you know, to put into place. Chalk doctor. Bungie confirmed eight reissued weapons. We normally get 20 to 30 weapons per season. Do you think Bungie is giving us these reissues to artificially inflate the number of weapons so they could only add 12 or 13? Well, I'm not going to look at it this pessimistically. I'm going to say that they have 22, 22 weapons, 22 to 23, and this eight rounds it up so they could say, hey, we got 30 weapons. You know, that's, I'm going to look at it that way. I, I, I can't conceive of them all of a sudden being like, oh, this is so nice. We can prop our feet and go play foosball. Let's only add 12 weapons next season because we just repurposed eight. We just reissued eight. I don't think so i i I don't think they're going to do that. I think the season was already long in development and it's practically probably ready for launch at this point. They're probably in the debug they're probably nearing the debug phase where pretty much everything is set um I would expect the rhythm last year to carry over into the rhythm this year and season thirteen will likely have 20 something weapons and then they're and then they're reissuing these eight um so and we got the most I think in Sundial and that was because there was a significant portion of those weapons on those obelisks that were free reissues like the Jack Queen King the 25 we get each season are at least a third of reissues anyways that is true as I just referenced with Sundial there's also the weapons coming in Trials so I I honestly don't know I mean this could be one of those times where Bungie I know everybody thinks they don't know what they're doing but they clearly do with how long standing the franchise has been going. As much as we complain and and accuse them of ineptitude, they clearly are getting something right. At least the major things right. <laughs> Capturing a player base, having a captive audience, you know, having a really really addictive content loop. They're they're nailing the 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 the, the core competencies of of maintaining a live service game. They've uh, they've I would say they've actually done a pretty good job. Uh, you know, over the years. So, They could be sort of saying, hey, look, look, we knew Beyond Light was light on loot. Let's make the season that follows really, really deliver the goods. And they, you know, they're doing something similar. You know, they've got 28 weapons. Seven of them are reissues. Then you stack these reissues on top, gets us into the 30s on weapons. There's tons of things they can put on a little calendar, tons of weapons they can put on little spreadsheets to be like, these are all the weapons you can chase in the coming season. You know, they could be trying to swing really hard at us because we're going to feel like that person who hasn't had a drink of water you know in in days and you're like oh what a refreshing glass of water and it's lukewarm and tepid and meh but you're so thirsty you don't care right like and I'm thirsty so that's why I'm using this analogy i would think that they could be attempting to make this feel like wow, this is a lot of stuff for $10. Bungie's really trying to make up some of the, some of the downfall of Beyond Light. Like, we, we tend to do that, right? Like, we, we become very, very sensitive and aware of vacancies in the game and the loot pool and stuff. And then Bungie does a couple of things, and we're like, Dang, this is so great. This has been such a good improvement. I'll give you a really, really good example. The tower event was so bad, we acted like Contact Public Event was the freaking messiah, and it's not. Contact Public Event was meh at best, but we praised it because we had just come off of the heels of the tower event. So sometimes, I think that's what happens. Yeah, I think Vogue is going to be season 14. Um, I think I think Vogue is season 14 and then season 15 is going to be preparing uh, for Savathun so they might do stuff with the Dreaming City and the Last Wish Raid um, that, that could be kind of cool actually to go back into the Last Wish Raid maybe change some things change the guns you know maybe change some of the encounters or something resolve that wish tick off Savathun and then that you know that would maybe jettison Dreaming City and then all of a sudden new things are coming you know what I'm saying so like I could see Vogue landing in season 14 and then then season 15, which is the precursor to Witch Queen, would be more about setting up Witch Queen than anything. Radical says, if reissuing old loot from Destiny 2 is part of the method moving forward, should veteran players of Destiny 2 who still have the same loot in their vault, not collections, be given the option to upgrade and fuse some of the material to bring old versions of the loot forward? Now, obviously, I don't have a problem with this because the very act of reissuing, the very act of reissuing, those weapons are basically back, right? It's it's not like the weapon was so insanely strong that it needed to be sunset, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're bringing back the truth teller, isn't that the name of the rocket from the Dreaming City? Like, I can't believe they're bringing back the the retold tale, okay? Okay no it was just a good shotgun I actually loved using it in the crucible I had a really good role, and you know that I would say if they're bringing them back and people are pursuing them and they're out in the game world being used again there is literally no harm in saying hey really stubborn veteran player uh (laughs) we're gonna raise the infusion level on those guns for you since we're gonna let them come out of retirement anytime guns are reissued we're gonna let the old versions come out of retirement you know what i'm saying i don't think there's a problem with that i really really don't because they could essentially say look you want to bring that out of retirement you go right ahead but we think we've got some new perk combinations that are going to really get your attention especially if you get the gun to drop in the dungeon like, if, that's, if, if I was in charge, if I was Bungie, that's what I would do. I would do that fan service to veterans and say, look, we know it feels kind of weird to have these guns being reissued since, you know, the, the, the expiration date ink is drying right now, right? They just got sunset. We get that. Anytime guns get reissued, we're going to bump your old ones in fusion caps. However, if you want to chase these new ones, we feel there's going to be really good reasons for you to do that, especially if you decide to chase them in the dungeons. You know. Those rolls are no longer obtainable. Right, but I, I don't think that there's a problem with that. I, I really, really don't. I, I, I don't think I don't know. I, I don't think that's gonna be an issue. Yeah, I would expect that the I would expect the retold tale to start showing up, you know, depending on the perks that it can get. That thing is actually a really great shotgun. I I actually whenever I ran that in trials, I I loved it. I had a really, really good time with it. Um so I understand that people might think, "Oh, that grates against sunsetting." Yeah, well, so does reissuing. <laughs> like, like if we're honest, if we're honest, reissuing weapons grates against sunsetting. So, I, you know, allowing people to suddenly pull a gun out of retirement, like, "Hey, you, you got a god roll waking vigil?" Yeah, bust that bad boy out. It, it's uh it's it's coming out of retirement party, you know, and and uh, and and if you and again, that's 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 then the. the the situation they would be put in is if you're probably going to want to chase the new one anyway the new perks are actually you know, worth using at this point there's no harm in them doing it there's no harm in them putting out a blog post that says we heard you on this element of feedback that since we just recently sunset so many weapons, it feels a little strange to have them already being reissued in light of the closeness of the reissue date with the sunset date, we're going to update the infusion cap of all those weapons so that you can continue using the ones that you might already have. However, we've added some new perk rolls that we think are going to, you know, that we think you're going to like. So don't ignore the new versions. I don't think there's any harm in them doing that. Now listen, if we get enough distance here, I don't necessarily think they need to do this every time. If we get all the way to Witch Queen and they decide to reissue, you know, um, I don't know, some weapons from Osiris or Warmind or Black Armory or something. Let's say they reissue some of the Black Armory weapons. You don't need to raise my infusion cap, right? Now, it might just be worth it to to, to quiet all of the, you know, the, the... the irritated folk you know it might be worth it just to keep them quiet like just be quiet yes we're reissuing them and they got new perks and you're probably going to want them but just to keep you quiet we're going to raise the infusion cap on those weapons like i don't think they need to do that but you know i would say yeah this is when we are passively pushed to delete weapons Right, long term, I think they need a collections solution for that so you don't feel like you're actually deleting the weapon but you're storing it in a collection book. Kind of like, you know, if you were a card collector as a kid, you know. Um so now we need to hold on to sunset weapons cuz one day they may reissue. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a very good point, Eugene, cuz it's going to be like, "Now wait a minute." They just raise the infusion cap on those eight weapons. That means I can never delete anything. Because one day, they may raise the infusion cap on my Kindled Orchid. One day, they may raise the infusion cap on my Blast Furnace. Oh my gosh, I can't ever delete it. I must keep it for all time and forever. This is where we need to be able to store rolls in the collections. So a year or two from now, they do that. They're like, listen, if you want to pull one from collections and use it and and raise its infusion level, go ahead. You know, bring that gun out of retirement. No problem. We've updated it with some perks that we think are going to change your mind. And then they just leave it at that, you know, leave it up to the player. But if there's not a technological solution to like storing weapons, then that's a really, really good point that this again is why people are asking for something that at the end of the day is ultimately problematic. It, whether you like it or not, you kind of have to get to a place where you're rolling stuff off. you know you, 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 you're, you're, roll, you're rolling stuff off. You have to. You just you, I don't think the game can survive if you don't if you don't in some respect like push push some loot off the table to make space for others. Like, in a non-sunset world, I feel like you'd be in the same boat. We'd get to Witch Queen and you'd be like, I literally don't have room for anything. I have so much freaking stuff. Like I said, I always use as an example, I had 15 to 16 hand, like god roll hand cannons. At the end of my time in Destiny 1, I think I had three hand cannons I used interchangeably. I got my Imago loop, I had a palindrome that was decent, and then I had a Lord High Fixer. That was it. I had three. I had... Five times that, when we started having these debates about sunsetting, that that just gets that just starts to get ludicrous. I'm gonna go into Witch Queen with what twenty plus something hand cannons that I love, all of the best of the best roles. And if now listen, listen, if I could save those in collections, so it's like a it's like a it's like a it's like a it's like a, a Jerry Rice MVP collector's card that I found, you know, and I get to save it and it stays in collections, can always pull it out if I want. You know, I I think that that would be, uh, that would be good. Um, we need a bag of unopened rageless roast pulled from the wild, like immediately. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So we need to put the word out probably in discord that if anybody has rageless roast, we need you to send it to us. Um, I know there's people holding on to bags. We're gonna have to find who it was. It might have been Matt Ben H. I think Matt Ben H might be holding on to a bag. It might have been always snacking. It might have been Sven. Somebody has a bag of Rageless Roast that they've been saving. That they said I could have. They said they would send it to me. Um, we'll have to try to put the word out in Discord to find out who that person was. Um, and then just have them ship it to my P.O. box. Uh, we're making some, uh, we're making some moves. I have an opened bag. Somebody somewhere has a bag. Yeah. If it's been opened, that might, I don't know if they, I don't know why it needs to be unopened. I'll talk to creature. I'm pretty sure there was somebody that said they had an unopened bag they were saving, and I would take care of this person like I would get you something like we would get you a you know a, some compensation for this because it is kind of a collector's item at this point. Um, we're making moves to bring it back on our own. It would be through us and and, and that's better for us anyway because then you know, we're, we're probably able to make a little bit more per bag. Um, it's an investment worth more unopened um, no we'll see, we'll see, Sigmund if, if you've got enough I, we, we may be, it may be what we'll just have to take it if it's open, we may just have to take that, um, alright, I gotta move on, I gotta move on, good back and forth though on that question um, Dark Seraphim, do you think updating perk pools on a handful of weapons is something that should have been ha- part of sunsetting if Bungie would have told us going into Beyond Light, there would be a few weapons that would stay with new perks, that would have been better, um in, in general, I think in general, no problem, Radical, um, I, they did let us know this. L- listen, I'm going to be honest about this. I, fault th- I actually fault the CMs a little bit for this. I do. The CMs were getting a lot of feedback on reissues and sunsetting, and their communication on it was, quite frankly, completely and utterly bumbled. A reply on Reddit that we snapshot and add to dialogue that's not good enough that's not good enough they they should have made it crystal freaking clear that listen, going forward season to season th- yes, you're going to see guns coming back with updated perk pools and yeah, sometimes those guns are going to be recently sunset When they started getting that feedback from the community, that feedback should have been pushed through the company all the way up to the tippity top and there should have been a blog post or something like let's talk about sunsetting. That should have happened. You're giving answers on Reddit that are like, Wordly, like oddly worded and not super clear. And so that goes through the telephone game of the community. Like, well, Bungie said they weren't going to do it all that often. We literally this morning had what I would consider to be an intelligent member of the community that's usually very well versed and reads almost everything that Bungie puts out. And he thought that they said reissues would be a rare thing. That's not what they said. Do you want to know why? that he thought that? Because it was some offhanded remark. It was some offhand remark on a Reddit thread that got, d- that got like, it went through the sifting blocks of the community and so it's rattling around in his brain as, oh yeah, they said that that's going to be, th- that's going to be a rare occasion. Moped, please don't use QA for questions like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I the fact that he thought that is exactly again, I fault them for that. I fault them for this. It's like, they should have made it so so clear, so so clear, that this was going to be a normal thing. This was going to be normal. We're going to sunset weapons, and periodically guns are going to get reissued. You're going to see guns come back that have been previously sunset, and they're going to have their perk pools updated. Just freaking deal with it. Deal with it. What's Rageless Roast then? I had a coffee with a coffee company. It was very popular. We were selling like 100 bags a week. If you go to Google and you type in Rageless, one of the recommended searches is Rageless Roast. It was super popular and we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back and it's going to be mine. Because with... No, not with respect. Frick the other company. So... You know... They, they did not handle this well, right? They, they did not handle this well. The minute they got that feedback from the community that people are super concerned about how sunsetting and reissues are gonna, gonna, you know, be handled. For crying out loud. Look at the response to the gnawing hunger. And then was it Cosmo that was like, basically like asking for feedback on why people were upset about that. I'm like... Do you guys remember that? I was like, are you kidding me? He's the king of being tone deaf by the way. I was like, what is this? What, what do you mean? Why are you asking the, why are people you're wanting people's feedback on why a reissued gnawing hunger with identical roles is a problem? Really? you need that spelled out for you. I, wh- what is this? After that happened, there literally should have been a blog post about let's talk about sunsetting and reissues to set the expectation because I'm sitting here telling you guys I got fired up this morning and I got fired up on the round table I'm like they told us this was coming. They told us this was going to happen. And then I started thinking about it. and I was like, you know what? It was when Light Leap said, oh, they said it was going to be a rare thing. And I'm like, uh, that's not what they said. That's not what they said. But that's what we think they said. Because it was some stupid comment on Reddit. Like, yeah, and then they upped the infusion caps with the raid weapons. It's like, they they, they didn't explain why they did that. They didn't spell out why that was happening. It was reissued with a new level cap before it was even sunset. Right, exactly. It's like, you guys had it you you guys had the memo you knew that the community was gonna be ticked about sunsetting and 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 uh, and reissues and you didn't freaking say anything with any amount of clarity so color me not shocked that community managers that aren't good at their job weren't good at their job all last year and it's coming home to roost now because you put out a blog post about reissues and everybody's ready to storm the castle you know? do a couple more virtue signal tweets and hashtags and, you know, lie about me publicly. Let's see if that fixes the ship because you were busy doing that last year instead of doing your dadgum job of informing the community about what was coming. I can sit here and defend it and be like, we knew it was coming but to a certain degree, that's not really fair because I'm sitting here reading every comment on Reddit that they make so that I know exactly what's going on and I have the inside scoop, but they they made no, they made no public statements here about how this was going to to work they didn't really explain why they did what they did with the raid weapons and why I can go chase new versions of garden weapons and they're higher in their infusion caps than the ones that are in my inventory why you know what I mean the top tier streamers they support to play their game for three hours on launch day wouldn't mind the reissues I mean (laughs) I always like a good zinger that's not bad ultimately they failed to communicate this was how it's going to work so when they outline it and everybody gets mad you know I'm sure they could all basically go like well we told you guys we were going to be sunsetting and reissuing it's like yeah you announced sunsetting in a director's cut and you didn't really give us the details of how it was going to work later you finally gave us details of how it was going to work I remember seeing the picture of the loud lullaby in that blog post there was a TWAB where they explained how infusion caps were going to work but they they made zero mention of exactly what reissues were going to look like they should have done that before year four what did i say before year four at least 17 times probably more i said they need to come out with a director's cut or a vid doc that casts the vision for year four what is year four going to look like and this could have been included in that what to expect in year 4, I kept saying that leading to beyond light, I kept saying man, I started to agree with people at first I was like, guys, we're not going to get information this early, we're not going to get information this this, this early, we're not going to, and the closer, and the closer, and the closer we got to the expansion I was like, what is going on, there needs to be a ViDoc, there needs to be a director's cut that tells us, this is what's going on in year 4, what to expect, and they could have outlined this It's possible the CMs didn't know the details for certain. Well, that's not true. Could could, uh, could I don't know how to say your name. Cage Cage Neko. That's not true. They went on Reddit and spelled out the details of how reissues were going to work, but they didn't put it in anything official. It was just a comment on Reddit. Oh, you have an open bag too, Ashen? we really need an unopened bag I'm fairly certain it was Matt Ben H who, who has an unopened bag of Rageless Roast um so somebody somebody has, a, has an unopened bag they shouldn't be communicating sh- You're right exactly don't even talk about it then they were talking about it Horn Joe we're still missing an ARC auto rifle so why not reissue ARC logic This question is answered by my solution of (laughs) they should be, every gun should have an element and elements should be changeable. Like, this is solved. They already have the solution to this problem. They just need to pull the trigger on it. Weapons should look the same way that armor does. Affinity is changeable. 10 levels of masterwork makes it more expensive if you fully masterwork the gun. They need the weapon system needs to be evolved and homogenized with that system so that we can change elements, and then you can put an element on every single gun. And then you get more capital out of every single gun. Uh, Hex Legatus says, do you think that they will keep upping the power cap of weapons from these zones, or will we have to grind for these weapons all over again? Well, that's what everybody's upset about is the ones in your inventory are going to stay as they are, and you can chase these new versions with higher caps and new perks and people don't like that they want to just be able to pull out their retold tale again and take it out of retirement I happen to think that would be a decent form of fan service to say, we're going to do it this one time we're going to do it this one time As, as Eugene pointed out, the problem with that is that means nothing is ever truly sunset because it could always potentially come out of retirement which means you always feel like you have to save everything for eternity well I better save this kindled orchid I better save this blast furnace because if I don't they might bring it out of retirement so if they did it they would be like we're going to do this as a one time thing we're not going to do this every time you, know, you want to know what the danger is about doing that you already know what I'm going to say right The next time they reissue weapons, people are going to be like Well, you did it the last time Why will not you do it this time? It, it, (laughs) It would be a nice concession, it would be a nice fan service, but it would likely cause more harm than good in the long term. It would confuse people. The next time they would do reissues, people would be angry Well, back when you did it to the Dreaming City and the Moon, you brought those weapons out of retirement and you raised their infusion caps if they were in my inventory. Why not now? I hate to say it but they're ripping off band-aids, and they're breaking bones and resetting them. That's what they're doing. They, they, they're This is all painful. It all hurts, but it's like, I genuinely think they have to do this for the long-term, the long-term viability of the game. I don't think that there's another option. There's not some world where they don't do this, and every season, we get 25 new weapons, and then 15 other weapons in other old locations as well. I just, I don't think so. I really really don't think so. I think this is literally the painful evolution of the game. The game is trying to grow you know these these side legs and these miniature little wings and it's just hurting really really bad if you've been here the longest. Dark seraphim is the issue uh, is the reissue method a way to bring back weapons that get less play with new roles I personally, Did not love the altar weapons, but I possibly will love them with their new roles. This would give them more weapons to work with and focus on new content. I don't know if that's the goal, my friend. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's only two weapons in this picture that got a lot of play. Honestly, the retold tale and the waking vigil are probably the only two out of the eight that a lot of people used. Now, you'll have people start chiming in and saying, I like the pulse. I like the altar of sorrow shotgun, but like, I'm talking like trends within the community six out of these eight weapons did not see a ton of play especially the two rockets and the scout rifle and the sniper rifle if you're going to sit here and try and tell me that lots of people were using the vouchsafe or those rocket launchers you're talking about like a very very I would probably say a pretty big minority in the community minority is a funny oxymoron you know what i'm saying i would say you know six out of these eight weapons aren't aren't in high circulation which is what made the anger so funny to me i was like yeah you guys are all really ticked about what like two weapons right waking vigil and the retold tale right? right am i 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 right you know it's like most people's indignation this morning was a little overstated it's like six I'll, I'll be, five or six of these weapons are not in high circulation like you're not running around with a god roll either of those rockets or that pulse you know you know even the shotguns and the snipers aren't super popular because up until recently that archetype was not popular in PVE you know what I mean the blast seamer is viable in the raid I mean listen listen you gotta hear what I'm saying they're not in high circulation they're not. I'm not saying people don't use them. I'm not saying that they don't have places where they're decent. I'm saying they're not in high circulation. So the anger is probably pretty overstated. Like, be honest with yourself. Take a deep breath. Don't be so frustrated about this. And really consider something. Do you honestly think when the vast majority of this community looks at these weapons, they're like, I cannot believe they're reissuing my favorite weapon. (laughs) Like, I would say 90% of the community doesn't touch these weapons. Number one, the intentional grind for the Dreaming City weapons was non existent. So, the only reason you're running around with a God Roll Waking Vigil, or I think, could you do the retold tale as well, was Menagerie, right? And I'm telling you right now, most of the community wasn't going after a Waking Vigil and Menagerie unless they were a PvP head, right? They were going for an Ostringer, the new one. So, yeah, and the sandbox has changed. Exactly. So, like, some of these weapons are more appealing now than they were when they came out. Some of these weapon archetypes were very unappealing when they came out, and so nobody really went for them and nobody really used them. So, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, most people are looking at this and probably like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Those are cool weapons. I never really used them, and now they're going to have new perks. Sounds sweet to me. How many people were like, "I can't believe they sunset my truth teller and they like shoved it into the vault, you know, and they did it with like an uh, and a, you know they did it with some anger in their eyes, you know chose the altar of sorrows weapons because of the aesthetics that's it, they did look pretty hot I was pretty disappointed that those weapons couldn't be grinded in any other way I personally look at their style and I think they belong in the dungeon but whatever, uh, I thought they should have been in the dungeon I thought each one should have dropped at each encounter but I I, I, I don't know, that was super freaking weird and having those three weapons in altar of sorrows made no sense to me um, but th- I, I'm telling you right now most players look at this kind of stuff and they don't they don't rake they do not rake Bungie over the coals for this. They're like, Cool, sweet, awesome. There's a small minority of people that were disappointed that they suddenly had to shelve their vigil, their retold tale, or their blasphemer, and they had to like put it in the vault or whatever, right? And they they likely w- are 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 not representative of a, of a large of a large portion of the player base They're just not that doesn't mean your frustration's not valid. I'm just saying you know Bungie probably knows they can get away with this with there's gonna be a lot of fireworks on Twitter and Reddit for a while but they know that ninety percent of the folks are gonna log in and be like, hey neat, I can go run that dungeon now I really didn't like running it in the past, or I never really didn't I never really ran it that much you know what I'm saying so. Retold will replace Fellwinter's. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Retold is an awesome shotgun. I I really, it's a fun shotgun. I love it. I think it, I I think I love the Dreaming City stuff. I think the Dreaming City looks awesome. Listen, some of this is my bias, but I I got, I got a decent waking vigil and then I got the curated vouchsafe, but it was a scout rifle at the time. Why? And then I got a God roll Retold by like sheer luck one day from like an engram or something. But I've always thought that the the guns from the Dreaming City look amazing. I think they're some of the best-looking weapons in the game, and uh, they for whatever reason they remind me of King's Fall weapons, and I don't know why, but they do. And I've been like, if I can chase them with some level of intention, I find that exciting. I'm not kidding. I like dungeons. I think dungeons are fun. I think the dungeons are good. You know, I think it's a bummer that. I enjoy Pit of Heresy probably the most of the two, and Pit of Heresy's you know pool is not as exciting as uh, the other because I would like I would like God rolls of all the Dreaming City weapons. You never know when rockets might get some love, you know. Um, oh, they take Carminica? Yeah, that's all that really matters is if they take Carminica well. Horn Joe. Would adding a contest mode to the updated activities with the depths as the rewards encourage people to regrind them? You're you're addressing this from a side of the um, that, that nobody cares about. You know what I'm saying? If if somebody's angry about what you're doing, you can't keep doing it and be like but I'm going to bring pie. Like, they're going to be like, well, the pie is great, awesome, but I still don't like what you did. So you could make this logistical change and people like, well, that's cool. It's actually a little bit more challenging and they're adept, but that doesn't change the fact that they don't fundamentally agree with what Bungie's doing. They don't like that they're reissuing weapons that were literally just Sunset, right? So I'm trying to be fair to the people that don't like this. Like, I don't think you're going to win them over uh, with such a what would they would probably consider to be not really a super big uh, you know not a super big change that wouldn't be enough I want contest hard mode I, you know etc to show up a whole lot more right I do I want that to show up more um, I want that to be a more common um, a more common thing but I don't think it would change people's opinion uh, on this particular topic Noberto says, uh, "I've gotten over the weapons they chose to bring back. My biggest concern is this: what happens come Witch Queen if they sunset Varix, then reissue with different perks? Sunset Varix? Are you talking about the raid? I'm confused here, uh, Norber- Noberto. What do you What do you mean? Are you are you are you... you Oh oh oh! Varys on Europa. Okay, I'm sorry." barracks on Europa, his weapons, got it okay, so they're going to sunset him and reissue with different perks I, I'm i not going to be popular amongst the more committed players when I say this, okay I'm fine with that like I'm, I'm totally fine with that it doesn't bother me, it's a new version of the weapon do you want to know what they could do to, qu- to, to quiet this a little bit is literally update the weapons so they look different. Update them to look like they're from another era. Like, yes, they're the Europa weapons, but they would look different. There, you want to know why I'm fine with that? It's an update. If they don't do that, that planet and Varix and those weapons and that grind just literally becomes a memory. It becomes a memory. It's like, it just he just sits there. What's his his purpose at that point? What's the point? Go to Variks to get what? Outdated weapons. Why? Update them. Put new perks on them. Change their appearance a little bit. There you go. I don't understand. Here's here's one of the main reasons. I'm not won over by this. Do you want to know what the biggest difference is? I said this last night to Greg in the Discord. He was arguing the principle and I'm arguing the pragmatics that's ultimately where this divide comes from I'm arguing the pragmatism of it it's something new to chase right yeah everybody's getting their emails from that platform and their number one is blank yeah stay classy purple platform um, you, like I'm arguing the pragmatics I would much rather them do what is likely a very, very easy update with respect to bandwidth, and suddenly there's some new roles over there that are are exciting, or maybe new, or maybe fresh. Something I'm like, "Oh, that might be a really good role on that weapon. I'm gonna go get that," or I completely ignore it. At the very least, Variks is standing shoulder to shoulder with the rest of the game instead of sitting there like a hi I'm selling cassette tapes and you're like why are you selling cassette tapes like you know what I'm saying it's like when somebody puts a phone book on my porch I'm like what are you doing you do you understand I can literally pull my phone out press a button and get a phone number like literally 1000 times faster than I can use your freaking phone book it there is there is no there is not a world where I'm ever going to need a phone book you know there's just it's not possible I'm never gonna need it it, just feels, it feels so out of place I'm like what is happening what is this who, who is putting this ancient relic on my porch that's what he would feel like he would just feel like this lost relic and fossil like yeah he's just dangling out over there on Europa think about what you're asking for you're asking them to repeat the same mistakes we have killed them for if they reissue old destination loot it makes those destinations relevant again instead of useless garbage that's exactly what I'm trying to say there's th- like I said earlier, there's three approaches here. One is impossible, one is stupid, and one is the best we're going to get. Okay? Let's go through the three possibilities, okay? One is impossible. Just add new weapons to those those destinations, you know, every t- every time that those destinations are sunset. That's not possible. They, they're not able to add that amount of loot every three months. They've made that very, very clear. So, expecting them to add new loot to the season and the seasonal activity, and also, arguably, this would have to be for free because it's on a location that's free and... If they're not really updating the activities, you're, you wouldn't want to pay for those guns. So, you're asking them to make new guns and make them free and put them in old areas on a regular basis. That's our option one, and that's not possible. Option number two, I think this option is stupid. Do nothing. Just leave the planet alone. I don't want you to reissue based on principle, so leave those planets in the dustbin. Leave their guns and leave them in the dustbin. Just leave them there. That's dumb. That's so stupid. Option three, it's the best we're going to get. They update the existing loot pool to be relevant, and they update the perk pool so it's not identical to what you chase in the past, and it's totally free. Those are your three options. Now, obviously, Hilly says I choose option one. Homie, I'm telling you what, we all know option one would be amazing. It would be amazing if every three months they were just new loot was everywhere. Devrim K has new loot and the Dreaming City and the Blind Well. Like, that would be amazing. But it's not possible. It isn't possible. Like, they, we know they can't do it. And again they would have to make it free you're updating old areas it's not new it's it's not a new activity it's not a new boss it's not new mechanics they're just like oh the loot's different now what, people would be like I'm not paying for that what come on would you pay for that would you pay for a raid or a dungeon or anything to get updated with new loot and it's the exact same experience you forgot uh, option four. Update the sunset weapons to have the reissues to the power cap. Let people who want to chase the new roles chase it. We actually found a problem with that, Light Leap. Eugene found a significant problem with that. While I said that was a good option on the Rages round Roundtable, Eugene made a fantastic point. He said the problem with that is then you're literally holding all of your weapons for forever and for all time because at any moment, Bungie could bring them out of retirement with the reissue. They reissue them, and suddenly your Kindled Orchid can come out of retirement. That creates an enormously large problem. They can't do it. They could do it this one time as like a fan service, but that would probably confuse people, because then in the future, they wouldn't be doing it. If they literally do that every time they reissue, then you literally cannot ever dismantle anything, because it could always, it could always get brought out of retirement, and that creates, I think, an even bigger loot bloat problem you got to hold on to literally everything from Forsaken forward. All of it. You can't dismantle a single thing because they might bring it back. Dan with a five spot. Where are our OP guns? They sold us on Sunsetting on the fact that they would bring new OP guns. Homie, you can go watch my video called The Raid Weapons Are Boring and I will uh, make my best argumentation that even though those weapons are best in slot, none of them are standing out enough. F all of you, says Light Leap. That makes too much unfortunate sense, and I hate Eugene and you for it. <laughs> as soon as he said it, Light Leap, I was, a light bulb went off. I was like, oh my gosh, he's right. They can't do that. They can't let weapons come out of retirement. Now, Light Leap, they could if, and this is a gigantic if, they allowed you to store a roll of a gun in collections. So then you could store your Kindled Orchid and slap it in collections and then a Bungie decides to re, you know, to reissue eight of the black armory weapons. You could be like, I don't feel like grinding for the new one. Allow me to take this weapon out of retirement from the collections. Now, that's a gigantic if. We don't know if they can do that. That that's a that's a huge technological request. That's an enormous technological request. We don't know if that's even possible. We don't. So, those are I, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to create a false dichotomy. I literally feel like those are the three options that Bungie can do with old activities, old spaces, and old loot. They either completely leave them in the dustbin, which they've been doing and we've criticized them for, and we and I've I have been saying for a very long time, I think it's incredibly stupid, to not update the loot pools in the dreaming city blind well and an escalation protocol and lots of these spaces. It never made any sense to me. It's just freaking sitting there. Do something with it, right? And so they either do that, they leave it in the dustbin, or they do what they're doing. They reissue some of them and they update them and they make it totally free. So you can't be like, I'm not paying for that. Well, no, you're not, it's free in a perfect world, they could just shove a bunch of new loot into like every pocket of the game every three months, so it always felt like there was something new to chase on virtually every planet, every activity, the game just feels alive and it's awesome, so the new seasonal content doesn't get completely swallowed by the community because there's nothing else to do, like, sure, I would love that, I would they can't do it, and if they did that, they certainly couldn't make it free, and if they did that, you better believe you you better believe that people would complain about that if they had to pay for that. I already own those planets. I already own those strikes. I already own those activities. I'm not paying money to get new loot from them. People would not appreciate that. It's a, it's a tightrope they have to walk on. It has to be free. You'd pay so much for that? Well, you as a sensible person would, but the rest of the the rest of the community would probably be pretty ticked off. You know what I mean? Normal people have been criticizing Bungie. Destiny YouTubers criticize. I criticize them for sunsetting. Listen, man, I defended sunsetting as it was described. My video, Sunsetting Went Too Far, I basically took him to task and I was like, This is not what you described to us. You misled us on this. The way you describe sunsetting is not the way it was implemented. And that's why everybody is extremely frustrated. People already didn't like it. And you went even further than people thought you were going to go. It was like, imagine somebody, some contractor coming into your house and being like, yeah, it should take us about a month to do this and it should cost this much money. And then two months later, your bill's twice as high. You'd be pretty ticked. That's essentially what happened. They gave us a speculation about like, about how it was going to work and then and then it was it totally overreached no pal you're defending sunsetting Don't try to shuffle now listen bucko turbo you're gonna call me pal frick you number one i haven't been defending sunsetting i've been defending reissuing there's a difference the implementation of sunsetting was terrible the spirit of sunsetting was actually really really good did you catch all that turbo? Is it hard for you to keep up with this this nuance buddy? Is it difficult to catch the differences between those categories guy? Is that hard for you, pal? Hawk and Rain. Where will these reissues land on the loot scale? And are these going to have new new perks or just new perks that we just got? I have no idea they didn't say. They literally didn't say. <laughs> so you're not really a destiny youtuber anymore I like you but you're off the rails Well, I appreciate you saying I'm not a destiny youtuber anymore but I'm not off the rails I'm just entertaining the audience at, and and I'm using you to do it so it's been it's been fun but I'm done with you it'll probably you know you know it's honestly probably going to happen Hawk and Rain it's just going to be the perks that they just added in Beyond Light it's just gonna be the perks that they added in Beyond Light it's not, It's. Not, I don't think they're gonna suddenly come out with like an insane a bunch of no, no, new perks or, or or it could be that there's some new perks next season and they extend them to these guns they're, you know, they've done that, like new perks come out you know, season to season sometimes so Joseph Young with the criticism recently about the having these weapons sunset and brought back is it fair to give the bungee a pass since there isn't an ocean of pre-sunset guns still earnable at the moment well that was what i was trying to tell people earlier and radical and i came to an agreement she said look if they would have brought back static roll year one weapons that feels like more of an upgrade and she is a hundred percent right the needle of value increase is moving a whole lot more when you bring back a static roll weapon because nobody's running around, at least not in great numbers, with a bunch of year one static roll weapons, right? The minute, if they would have brought back like Skathlock and the Lincoln Green and the banana nan like people would have been like, this is awesome. Why? Well, because we can't get random roll versions of those weapons right now. So she's 100% right when she argues for that. I think they were doing it to to the locations. I think that was the spirit of this. We're updating the locations. It would have been weird to shove a bunch of year one static weapons, well now they're randomly rolling. That would have been weird to shove those onto the moon and Dreaming City and like, and put them into the dungeons. Do you see what I'm saying, like, I get, like, logistically speaking, and you know, and and like even qualitatively speaking, what she's saying, but thematically speaking, it'd have been really, really weird. It'd have been super weird to be like, so we're on the moon in the Dreaming City and we're grinding for like Year One weapons. I don't understand what's going on. I am all for some of those Year One weapons coming back. By the way, I like some of them. Scathlock and Lincoln Green, I think, are dope weapons. Super fun. They sound cool. They look cool. There's just something cool about using weapons that feel like are like old they feel old timey because they feel like they're from this this era of the earth and we're using them in the like the future space magic i love that i really do but i think it would have been honestly super super weird to be like we're making sure that the dreaming city and the moon are relevant and have loot dropping worthy of your pursuit and it's a bunch of year one stuff it would have been honestly very odd and i guarantee you people would have been like i don't understand Why didn't you just use the weapons that were there already? They're cool. They're, you know, they're, they, they, they match the aesthetic of the planet and you could have just increased their infusion caps and gave them new perks. Like no matter what they do here, anytime Bungie reissues stuff, we're going to get into these discussions. A coup de pop-up. Why are we mad about sunsetting when many of us buy a new phone every year? Phones that literally have minor changes. I love what you're trying to do here, but this is a massive false equivalency, because buying a new phone, it largely does the same thing, and generally it does it better, Uh, you know, that's one of the main reasons you buy a new phone, and it's not even remotely the same as loot in a video game, especially considering the way that we experience... The way that we experience guns in Destiny, it's an extension of you as the player, so we become very attached to our weapons. There's a reason, there's a reason that people are like super duper frustrated about this. We get really, really attached to our weapons, and we don't like having them taken from us. You know, you can still throw it in your vault, and you can still use it in strikes and stuff, but in in many respects, people feel like it's being taken from them. Apple and Google don't force my phone to shut off and stop working. Well, well, Apple kind of (laughs) does. (laughs) They push out updates that mysteriously make your phone run poor, you know, right around the time that a new phone comes out. It's always a little mysterious where you're like, man, my phone has been cruising for two years. This is amazing. Oh, there's an update. And the next day you're like, my phone's running like crap. (laughs) In comes the Apple commercial. They 100% do that. (laughs) They They make your phone run slow if you don't use the update. Have you noticed that? everything on my iPhone is slow and delayed if I have a pending upgrade. It's like, you have an upgrade, you need to upgrade to the newest version and if I don't do it, my phone runs like garbage. Why? Because they want you to install it. Why? Because eventually they're going to make the software and the phone itself feel obsolete because there's a new, gu- a new gun, there's a new phone they want you to buy. They 100% manipulate the, the, the consumer into upgrading, uh, updating the software and upgrading the phone. Uh, Apple had a court settlement for exactly that. They're still doing it. Anytime I have a pending update on this phone, it is horrible. It it, it unlocks slower, it opens apps slower, and then I update it and it's back to being snappy. They're still doing it. At least they're doing it with the updates. If you don't install the update, they, they try to manipulate you into doing it. Uh, last two questions... Oh, I'm sorry, last question from Ashen. Are the perks we have now worth chasing on old weapons? More specifically, the perks we got in Beyond Light. I will say, some of the perks from the raid might be pretty nice on the sniper and the shotguns. We'll just have to wait and see what they put on there. There's also Wellspring, Surplus, One for All, Thresh, and Chain Reaction. So... You gotta measure whether or not you think those are gonna be worth chasing, and we don't even know if those are the ones. There could be also some new perks that Season 13 introduces, just like Season of Dawn introduced new perks like Osmosis, so we'll just have to kind of wait and see and make up our mind. We gotta end right there on the dot with q and I can't go any longer. Don't go anywhere. We're heading over to do Rageless Rumble with Modern Warfare, so do not leave. If you're listening to this recording and you want to hang out with us live, go to SNTRlive.com and that will bring you to the YouTube channel that we stream on. As always, if you're listening or watching in their locations, please like, share, and subscribe.